Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. Hello, Max Rushton here. Yes, uh, Max, alongside me once again this afternoon. Uh, we uh, had another go at Cruyff or Binney, the, the quiz show they're all talking about. Oh, yeah. It was a, I, I don't know about you, Paul. I felt it was a... And it, I thought it, it raised the bar further. But I don't know what you think. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. We might even, you know, we might even keep doing it. Who knows? Uh, we spoke to a guy called Joe Parton, who's gone viral with uh, a quite fantastic idea, as you'll discover. And on a more serious note, uh, Lenny John Rose joined us, the former Berry, Burnley and Swansea midfielder. Um, he, Lenny was diagnosed with motor neuron disease about three years ago. His book, uh, Finding a Way, is an absolute inspiration, and uh, you'll hear from him as well. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Max. Oh, yeah, good afternoon, Paul. I watched yesterday's football, and it's the Andy Jacobs role is to sort of discuss yeah. the things you saw from it. Do you think that whoever gets put up Monday at 5.30 sort of takes it as quite a personal insult? Well, they should do, because and... it's seen... It, you know, it, it, it's been games, generally, that not being, as Stuart Pearce would say, that glamourable. No, they're not glamourable. <laughs> they're definitely not glamourable, but they're also bad. Yeah. But that hasn't been a good one. And you wonder if it's because the players are so... feel so, It's such an affront to yeah, them it's to a be sort put Yeah, self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever but, gets put there is rubbish. But surely the two managers should say, you know, they've put you on at this time, but go and show them. Yeah. Gun show them you're better than five o'clock on a Monday <laughs> night. They should pin up the email. I don't know who that is, but that's Roy Hodgson. I'm not very good at impressions. It's Roy and Sean Dyche together, isn't it? It's a mixture of the two. Um, well, yeah, they... you know. That's what it would be like, a very gruff, wouldn't it? Yeah. So that game was poor, wasn't it? I, yeah, I well, know. Like, apart from Nick Pope, who kept them in the game with mm. two cracking saves. It, I, well, it wasn't a stunner. No, I feel for Christian Benteke, don't you? I mean, yeah, I just... well, I mean, as much as I do any man who earns £30,000 a week, probably <laughs> like that's doing, on a bad week, of doing course, nothing. 50 grand a week. Do you not have any sympathy for Ben Sackett? No, there's a, no, there's a very good player there, and, and in flashes he shows it. I don't know what it is. It's a, I mean, I'm sure enough managers and people have put an arm around him and trying to get him to play like he did at Villa. And it, there, you see it in pockets. So when yeah. the last time, there was a little period last season, you thought, well, he's back. He's back, and then he slightly dwindled again. But there is—he's a, a very good player. He proved it. I, I think, mean, it wasn't. Right? He looked sour. Pope made a really good save, didn't he? That's quite instinctive. But then, yeah. sort of, then he was in the like the ninety-third minute. He was put through, and he just tried to sort of cut it onto his right foot. And he just sort of flopped yeah. back to the keeper. Well, that's he just, confidence, yeah, John. That's that is, confidence. He just all needs day. one to go in off his backside. He does, which is he? odd when you're one on one with the goalie. <laughs> yeah, no, the only way you could do it is he, he kicks it quite hard. It's Nick Pope. He turns around thinking he hasn't gone in. 
comes off his backside yeah. and goes in. So he has to kick it quite slowly. <clears throat> yeah. Because in my experience, and it is a different level of football, if yeah. I shoot, I keep facing that way to see well, what's happening. The, the um, pros have got ways around I, that. I, uh, of all the statistics about Theo Walcott, yeah. you know, and the, the distant, the, the time between his last goal for Southampton mm. and this one, I thought Duncan Alexander's tweet was good where he said the gap between Theo Walcott's last two league goals for Southampton is two and a half years longer than the Napoleonic Wars <laughs> <laughs> which I think puts it into perspective doesn't it too much as they say in Spinal Tap too much I can't finish that sentence sadly but um, yeah it's uh, it was a good game that though yeah. it was very open very exciting two teams going for it uh, to, well, to an extent and it's, it was a kind of game of chess but with with some you know, some good passages of cancelled play. each other out, they did, didn't they, Jeff? I, I, I quite enjoyed it. I quite yeah, enjoyed I think, the, yeah, but two footballing yeah. sides these days. Two really good sides. Mm. I thought Southampton edge. You know, if Walcott gets that second, that does change yeah, which it. He, which he should. He really. should have done. Did you? Uh, I don't know if you're following the um, uh, the Dubai Global Soccer Awards. Oh yeah, never missed the yeah. Dubai Globe Soccer Awards, including mm. um, uh, and now Who it's time for year? the award for Agent of the Century. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for the award of Agent of the Century nominees 2001 to 2020. Uh, Giovanni Braccini, Jonathan Barnett, obviously uh, Gareth Bale's uh, agent. Mm. And then you've got the three three big guns, uh, Pini Zahavi, Mino Raiola and George Mendes. Yeah. Um, so I don't I only have the nominees. I don't know. Did Mino turn up? Did he did he buy a new tracksuit for the evening? Uh, Mino is uh, they're all in suits um except for Mino who's who, yes. in loungewear. <laughs> it's very looking much in like lounge. he's about to go to a Tony Soprano's fridge and take some chicken palm out of it. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Do you think that affects it doesn't seem to affect the clients that he gets. If you were a, you know, if you're a young top footballer, yeah, and you and you you walk into men the, the office of Mendes, mm. which obviously basically, do you want to live in Wolverhampton? I suppose is que- the next question. But <laughs> he's in a sharp suit, and then you go to see, you say, thanks very much. For yeah, the, I'm just going to check with Mino Rola, and there he is, just sort of sitting in a pair of tracksuit trousers. Well, if I'm if I'm one of his clients, it says to me that um, he's not spending all of... He doesn't make much out of me. Maybe it just, you know, he could, he, he could afford it. Do, do you think Raiola's only on, like, half a percent? <laughs> is that what it is? Well, no, do yeah. we need to crowdfund for me like Raiola? Maybe he's had a bad press all these years. <laughs> now, you you want to get the listeners working on something, which yeah, I would absolutely. argue is, is quite niche. We're not expecting the phones to light up like it's a, a competition or something, but... Um, this is off of the back of, uh, was it Ronnie O'Sullivan? Yeah, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Hmm. He said, uh, Keith Richards watched me play. He said it was like seeing Mozart as, at work. That wow. is the greatest compliment I've ever had. And I, I thought we could do the text subject, has a rock star or a, pay, uh, or a pop star of any okay. musician. So we don't doesn't have, have to be, doesn't doesn't have have to to be, be somebody who played with Richie Blackmore's <laughs> Rainbow. <laughs> Your open is broader than that. I said I, it was I'm, niche. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be heavy rock. Okay. Could be played on Virgin. That's the that's where that's the the criteria. Any muse, any music any of a music, poppy or rocky yeah. or soul or R and B. Do you include that rap? No, in the world of rap? not interested in R and B. Yeah, absolutely, of course. Uh, yeah. So I have one. I don't know if it's a compliment, but I used to live. Well, Ronnie Wood used to live opposite me. Oh, nice. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't think it was his only property, but he was his sort of central London affair. Mm. And um, I'd won a cup. I think we'd won the the uh, Southern Amateur League. Junior Novitz Cup, and I was the captain, so I sort of had yeah. it in the took it, you know, took it home and had it in the car. Came out of the car outside my front door. Ronnie Woods having a cigarette, and he's like, "Oh, what's that?" And um, Tommy and- Cooper. <laughs> 
It was Sean Dice. Yeah, it was Sean Dice and Roy Hodgson. I said, what's that? He said, it's a cup. I said, what? Yeah. Is that what he did? Ronnie Wood. He was. He had a fez on as well. Yeah. Weird. It was a weird day. Honestly, it was a strange day. Had you been drinking after the game? Yeah. Had a couple. Yeah. And he said, oh, can I hold it? So Ronnie Wood held the cup and lifted it aloft, and then he went, oh, well done. But that's more congratulatory than well, I don't know. It's quite nice. He engaged with you, didn't he? Possibly. You know, he instigated. Did you know Ronnie well enough? Was he on nodding terms with you? Was I was, yeah, I would say loose, yes, of nodding, but not not going out of my way no. to nod to Ronnie. With Trevor Nelson, on the other hand, oh well, oh, that's, that's a different story. Talking, how long do we have? <laughs> it's it's a different story which does involve a microwave. Um, Tom says Kylie Minogue complimented me on addressing her as Kylie Minogue when we met at a fashion store opening party oh. in New York. She said nobody ever calls me by my full name in America. We talked for a bit before she went off to talk to someone else who doubtless styled her just Kylie or Minogue or Minogue. Maybe it got a bit public school. So she, Kylie Minogue, a bit like there are. The some, there are some footballers who you have to use the full name. Solly March. Yeah, of yeah course, that's very true. It yeah. has to be Solly March. Yeah. Has to be Muzzy, is it? Yeah. Has to be DJ Campbell. Yeah, that's it, true. It? So maybe Kylie likes it that way. Cherise says, I met Stone Rose's Manny when he was playing with Primal Scream after their gig in Manchester. He said, I really like your little green boots. <clears throat> really? So, yeah, this is good. Sounds like it? a song, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, what if he went back and... Yeah, it's good. Liam says, backstage at a Cure gig in Sydney, 2000, yeah. I opened a bottle of wine for Robert Smith's parents, who duly thanked me. That, that's that, kind of, that's a step away, isn't it? It's a degree away, away really. From... Not like, it's, not, it's not a compliment either. No, it? it's not really, and, is it? No. Uh, Graham says, Gary Sharon of Extreme <clears throat> fame, um, uh, presumably the lead singer or part of Extreme, um, I don't know a lot, I'm more than words is all I know from oh, yeah, yeah, their yeah. back catalogue, said I had a nice T-shirt on. Granted, the T-shirt had a picture of his face on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, look, let's see. It, it might explode. It's um, it's rock stars, is it? Yeah. Um, uh, or rock people and pop in the stars world of, who have yeah, paid you a compliment. Who have paid yeah. you a compliment, mm. uh, much like uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Talking of Ronnie, I'll tread delicately around this. We brought you news last week that uh, 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 Ronnie had... It, well, he had popped basically yes, during a snooker yes, tournament yes. rather he, loudly, he, and and made quite an issue of it. And he thinks he's got to the bottom of it now, without any pun intended. He um, he he thinks the combo was coffee and pineapple. Yes, he thinks that was the that was the noxious well, concoction. I've, I have a coffee, and I saw you eating some pineapple. Just so before the show, so between yeah. us, yeah, it could, be. could be a terribly and you fruity, can't open the window in no, this studio. Fruity in here for Adrian. <laughs> Last week on on that subject, yeah. I wanted to do the text topic. Uh, have you been in the presence of a footballer who's let one go? But the <laughs> in the drive meeting, it was turned down as a yeah, subject. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's a it, it's a bit low. So rate. Save it for the weekend. It's, yeah, it? save it for the weekend. Save save it for the weekend. That's it. Charlie had like Charlie's probably got about ten stories like that. Um, has Max become the John O'Shea of talk sports? Says Simon, the Arsenal fan. Can he do a job in any role? Is there a show you haven't done? Hang on, I don't think I've ever done uh, kickoff. You've never done, never, seven done seven till till, I've never done seven till ten. I once did. Barry and I once did ten till midnight on a Saturday. Wow. We were very upset that we agreed to do that. <laughs> I think the text topic we did is why are you listening to this? It seemed very strange. <laughs> Not anybody doing that. Match of the days on. What are you doing? I've never done Fisherman's Blues, which is obviously the Holy yeah, Grail. That would be. That would be. That would be different. Round peg square holes. <laughs> He's got to go. What are they putting him there? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. 
Yeah, now, if you were listening yesterday, you would have heard Cruyff or Binny. We went to some of those old player Q&As, the in-focus things that Shoot magazine used to do back in the day, and all the questions were effectively the same to every player. You know, you know, biggest disappointment, you know, favourite this, favourite that, worst film, et cetera, et cetera, person you'd most like to meet. So that allowed us to look at two uh, contrasting ones, one involving the late great Johan Cruyff, one of the greatest players of all time, and the former Brighton player Fred Binney. Um, and it was Max's job to try and guess who gave which answer. Absolutely. And the beef stroganoff is the one that Mama, because I said who, who said they, their favourite food was beef stroganoff, and Max quite rightly made that value judgment. He looked at the kind of uh, very as I said I will use that word again, the very urbane uh, Johan Cruyff, a well-travelled man, uh, and he said, "Well, that's got Cruyff all over it." But it was Binney. Absolutely, it was, was Binney. Who loved the stroganoff. Yeah, so anyway, it's, uh, it's time now for uh, uh, Paul to be the contestant. Welcome yeah. to Croy for Binny. My contestant today is Paul great to be from here, North mate. London. Yeah. Uh, have you had a nice day I've so had a lo- I've had a lovely day. Everybody's okay. been so nice. Okay, that's that really researcher. good. That's good to know. Well, anyway, yeah. today's game of Croy for Binny features Roger Gibbons, Norwich City, uh, started at Spurs, went on to play 100 times He's for a Cambridge. Gibbons. Uh, Gibbons, I- yeah. Gibbons, yeah. yeah that should help if you know exactly how to spell it. 250 <laughs> games for Cardiff, 49 times for the New England T-men. He is up against Karl-Heinz Rummenigg of <laughs> West Germany. If you want some more information, play for Bayern Munich and Milan, yeah. won the European Championships of West Germany. Familiar with his Bundesliga, work. European Cup, scored in a World Cup final. A couple of Ballon d'Ors. Okay, so is it, is it Roger Gibbons or is it Karl-Heinz Rummenigge? <laughs> Easy one to start. Okay. Just to get you into the flow of things, yeah. whose best friends are, quote, my wife, some of the Bayern lads, notably Uli Hernes, Dernberger and Horsman. Is that Roger Gibbons or Karl-Heinz oh, Rummenigge? Wow. Take your time. Okay. Well, I, th- I think, yeah, this is a, say, a bit like the £100 question in Millionaire. I'm going to have to go Karl-Heinz. Is the correct answer. Oh, one, one. I think yesterday your okay. score was 6-4 against. Oh, 6-4 against, I believe yeah. it finished 6-4 okay. against. So, Let's see how I do today. Okay. Who drives a triumph dolomite? Is that Roger Gibbons or Karl-Heinz Rummenigge? Well, okay, the Dolomites, sir. This, this, what sort of era is this? Is this in the this about nineteen eighty? I'm not here to give you extra questions. Okay. Um, well, I, I, we made this mistake yesterday because we had um, Cruyff in a Citroen, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a nice Citroen, mm. and it was the Audi of um, Fred Binney. Yeah. Um, I, the Dolomites, I think, has got uh, Gibbons written all over <laughs> it, though. Very British. two points. It's a triumph, isn't well it? Really. Done. I, mean, I don't mean this Dolomite. game. I mean, it, <laughs> it's, it's a, it was a British car. So uh, yeah, I, I haven't noted Carl Charlie Hans the cabbie knows Roger's brother called Ray. Oh, thank you, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. Bit of family knowledge. If if a question comes up involving brother Ray, Charlie... Whose brother Ray knows Charlie (laughs) the cabbie? Carl-Heinz Rummenigge. Here we go. Best country visited. Who said Switzerland? Is that Roger Gibbons? Was that Carl Heinz Oh, that's, that's devilish, isn't it? Because, mm. you know, Roger, he could... You know, they didn't have planes in those days and he could have gone to Switzerland. Mm. But um, I, I, Carl Heinz, I think, has got a bit of Mediterranean sun about him. I think he would have liked he would have liked Spain or Greece. So I'm going to go Gibbons that's again. Three out of three. Ooh, Carl Heinz went for the United States of America. Oh, did he? OK, mm. fair enough. OK, here we go. Whose favourite food is fish? <laughs> Fish, fish. Well, is that, that is that Roger Gibbons or is of Norwich City? Forty nine time games for the New England team, and yeah. or is it Karl Heinz Rummenigge? A winner of the European Cup. Well, that was an era when possibly a Norwich player would have roly poly pudding and custard and suet, you know, plum duff, and, mm. and before kickoff at ten to three. True. So I think it's on the coast, though, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose that it is on the coast. Mm. I'd go a nice bit of Yarmouth 
place or something. I'm going to go Carl Heinz, though. I think it's he liked the correct answer. Yeah. Four out of four. Oh. No wonder you came up with this game because <laughs> you've no, you've read all the you wrote I, them all, didn't no, you? The focus just, on. It's just I'm looking. I'm looking okay. at the two men, even okay. though I don't know what Roger looks like. I'm okay. looking at the two men. Yeah. And I'm just picturing okay. what really they like. Impressive so far. Hope four you're playing along at home, folks. How are you getting on? Okay, here's a tricky one. Whose biggest disappointment was quote when my cocker spaniel was run over and it died. Wow. Yeah, that's a bit, it's a dark one. I see a kind of stoicism in someone like Karl Heinz Rummenigge. He'd be upset, mm-hmm. but um, I think that's, that's. I, I, I love dogs, so I'd, I'd say that's Roger. made me feel quite sad. I'm sorry about that. It's Karl Heinz Rummenigge. It's Karl. Sad, yeah. well, I just, he obviously got to him in a way I didn't imagine. Yeah. He was a ruthless German centre forward, but he had a softer side. Yeah, uh, so yeah Roger wrong. Gibbons' biggest disappointment was being let go on a free by Spurs. Um <laughs> Was it? Yeah, so like you've got four oh. out of five so far. Yeah, okay. Um, who, enough. if you weren't a footballer, which one said, I'd be an interior decorator? Was that Carl Heinz Rummenigge or Roger Gibbons? Um, there was a certain flourish about Carl Heinz Rummenigge, I think. He was no nonsense, but I, I could um, see him sorting out the, the upholstery and drapes, choosing colours. I could see him turning up with a number of pattern books. Okay. Um, Carl Heinz. Is the correct answer. Five Ooh. out of six. Uh, if you weren't a footballer, what would you be? Roger Gibbons said, in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Right, here we go. Mm. Who would you most like to meet? Who said US President Jimmy Carter? Mm. Okay. Right. Well, I, I don't know. Because Carl Heinz likes the States, um, he, he maybe is into kind of Americana. But I just think... I don't know, Roger's answers have been fairly no-nonsense, and I think he might have said someone like Raquel Welsh or Alex Hurricane Higgins. So I'm going to go with Carl Heinz yeah, again. Six out of seven. Gibbon Ooh. said, my future wife. Oh, OK. There we are. Fair enough. He's okay. a bit of a card, isn't he? Who, uh, whose miscellaneous dislikes were simply lies? Wow. Was that Carl Heinz Rummenigge or was that Roger Gibbons? There's a level of sort of profundity there that, that no, no disrespect, Rog, if you're listening, but the other answers have been good. They've been quite funny, but um, I think Carl Heinz wouldn't like a liar. <laughs> Uh, Carl Hunter eight. There we are. So disappointed about the dog. Uh, Gibbons, uh, <laughs> Gibbons' miscellaneous dislikes were washing my car and crossroads. Okay. Um, <laughs> question nine: Whose personal ambition is to become independent through football? Okay. Is that well, Carl Heinz Rummenigge or is that Roger Gibbons? I think at this point, Carl Heinz knew <laughs> that he wouldn't be working on the bins after his football <laughs> career. So I'd say, good old Rog gave no, us that. No, that was Carl Heinz Rummenigge. Really? He's still, uh, still sort still of saving his pennies at that time, winning the. the Ballon d'Or twice. He's still yeah. thinking he'd, he'd take um, bar work in the evening. Gibbons was to play for England, which he never managed. Oh, uh, finally, who's, finally, whose biggest thrill is scoring goals? Is that Roger Gibbons or is that Karl Heinz Rummenigge? Biggest thrill. Um, I think I don't know. I think there's something quite British about that. I'm going to go Roger. It is Roger. Karl Heinz Rummenigge was beating St Etienne 1 0 in the 1976 European Cup final in Glasgow. <laughs> uh, this is from Full Frontal Comedy. It says, Is this game a result of you broadcasting for 11 days in a row? <laughs> this, I, I, it's, it's, it's a, I think it's a, it's a kind of exercise in, in human nature, isn't it? Oh, well, you're, you're a better player than I am. Well, I've got 8 out of 10. Mm. So, look, mate, we might do it again tomorrow oh, just oh, to spite so. that caller. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. 
so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Paul Hawksby and Matt Rushton here on TalkSport. We're going to take you back to May 2003. Right. Swansea City are playing Harlot Vetch and they need... To win this game, to stay a league club, of course, if they do, we now know, they go on to the heady heights of uh, the Premier League. But uh, it's all to play for on this day. I think it's two all uh, at, the, at the time. And let's pick up the commentary. It's a free kick coming in from a very familiar name. That should be a free kick to Swansea. Martinez waits to deliver this important ball towards the far post. Scramble is there! Lenny John Rose... Swansea City dramatically have taken a 3-2 lead. Free kick by Martinez was always going to create problems. Bobbled around the box there. John Rose just with a touch with the left foot. The big man has proved to be such a good signing by Brian Flynn. That the 50th of his league career. And who'll say that he's ever scored a more important one? Yeah, there was one more to follow. Swansea stayed up and uh, the rest Absolutely. is history. Uh, Len John Rose has written his autobiography, not just about his career, but uh, life since his uh, diagnosis with no motor neuron disease back in 2017. Len, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Happy memories, listening to get the old Belgian manager setting you up for a goal. Yeah, yeah that was very kind of you. That very kind. Um, yeah, I was a long time ago, but uh, yeah, great memories. 
Yeah, it's fantastic. You say you've you've looked back. You look back on your career. It's uh, you play. I mean, I imagine the Swansea fans. Uh, you've always got a special place in their heart. But of course, you're at Berry for a long time. I was watching the documentary about Berry last night, and I know that uh, you went along to support the the new club there that they're, yeah. they're trying to put together. So uh, it, it must be great when you go back and you feel the love of uh, of fans of clubs you've played for. Yeah, absolutely. They've been really, really good. Um, Obviously, it wasn't a great time for me. Um, by that, that I mean, but all the uh, sort of football family, if you like, have been absolutely amazing. So, yeah, it's great to go back. I think what's striking, Denny, about the, the book um, is, is and, and all the interviews you've done since, and since your diagnosis with motor neuron disease, is, is your positive attitude. And I... You know, it's sort of astounding how you've managed to stay so positive. Can you put your finger on, on why that is? Um, I, I, I don't really know. I think that my mum is a really, really um, strong character. She never had life easy at all. So I think it's a bit like that. But um, I really just don't worry about anything, really. Um, if I can't change something... I don't worry about it. And I've never really done that. So, um, yeah, um, whether that's positive or not, or whether I'm just looking, I don't know. Is it that thing then of controlling the controllables? You've got, you've got, you know, yeah. there's nothing you can do about this, so you're you're just going to make the very best of, of, of your life absolutely. and look at the positives. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, <clears> like <throat> I agree with that. So, um, if I can't say something... I want more about it. I'll uh, change myself. So, um, yeah, like I say, whether that's positive or whether I've just been born lucky, I don't know. But it, it works for me anyway. Then we spoke to to uh, Rob Burrow and, and to Doddy Weir, and and, and uh, it, uh, it, I'm, it, I'm, I'm about those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know Stephen Darby, you, you're working with as well. All of you, all all fine sportsmen uh, suffering with MND. Um, and you've talked about the the amount of, the number of cases of MND among sports people. I'm just wondering whether, if you were armed with the knowledge that you felt there was more of a risk before you became a professional footballer, would you have still, would you have still done it if you were given that, that choice again to go pro knowing that there was a risk involved? You know what, I've been asked about a million times and every time I've said the same thing. I would never ever do that thing. I don't get a single thing that I've done in life. I think that um, if you don't do anything with an element of risk, they don't do anything at all. So uh, no, I would do anything. Uh, Chris says Lenny John Rose will always be a legend at Swansea for that third goal against Hull City. How did you find you know the process of writing the book? Did you did you find it like a a very positive experience? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I've been asked over the years to write a book and to be totally honest, I think that anyone would bother reading it. So um, I put it off for years and then obviously when I uh, had to retire from work, I had a lot of time on hands. So, um, yeah, it was quite um, almost um, sort of relaxing and um, invigorating to bear my soul, really. Uh, I would recommend everyone do that. It's, it's a great thing 
you to look back on your life. That's a good thing. That's a bad thing. But yeah, mm. cathartic, I would call it. I think as well, and it, it, as I say, having spoken to, to Rob and to Doddy as well, it, it's both men, much as you are, and Stephen, shining a light on this on this terrible disease and the fact that so many of the, the drugs that, that try to control it are just so old. Um, there's not been a great deal of development with MND, is there? It's, it, it seems incredible. There's so many medical advancements and so many people still being diagnosed with MND, yet uh, a, a lot of the treatments for it are sort of 20, 20-odd 20 years old. Yeah, I'm also... Uh, yeah, if you look about the last um, 24 hours, where we uh, found the vaccine for COVID, like, off year, it's really quite... Um, it's really weird that 20, 30 years down the line, but still no close to really... To find out for MND. But um, like you mentioned, Rob and Joy and Stephen will all keep banging that drum. And hopefully one day, maybe it might be too late for us, but hopefully one day we'll get there where they uh, give other people a little bit of hope. Well, then we appreciate you joining us. Thanks for the memories, and uh, it was, it's it's uh, it was a great football career. And I hope that. Uh, but if to say the Swansea fans have been getting in touch, as Max just said, it mm. was uh, it was a great Burnley career. fans as well, yeah, yeah, and, Burnley uh, fans, of course. And so, okay, you know, uh, keep doing what you're doing, keep being positive, and uh, hope people will go out and buy the book. And and Premier League football players may find you. You're part of Project Ninety Two. You go and speak to the clubs around the country, don't you? So you may be in front of some people who are listening this afternoon talking to them about MND. I hope so. Thank you very much indeed. Take care. Cheers, Len. That's uh, Len John Rose there. Finding a Way is uh, Len's books, published by Matador. It's out in uh, paperback now. And, uh, yes, it's it's a powerful read. He is an incredible bloke, yeah, isn't he? When you I, read how he's kept so positive, he's, he talks about, he said, I've, he said, I've not had a bad day in the past yeah, two years. I always find something good to come I out of every true. day. I think when you when you sort of, you hear those things about positivity and, you, and it sort of sounds a bit like a, a cliche, yeah. you think, I don't understand how it could be possible. But, you know, the bravery that he's shown and to still be doing things and yeah. still be out there. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a, like from what I haven't read all the book yet, but from the, the stuff I've read, it just comes across with like amazing positivity. Uh, David said, there's only one Lenny John Rose, loved by Berry fans. Got a great and emotional reception when he walked uh, the side out of gig lane with his kids just before we uh, were expelled in 2019. Once a shaker, always a shaker, he says. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Joe Parton uh, had a bit of a loose end on Sunday. And uh, he sent out this tweet on Sunday evening. He said, I don't know how your Sunday's gone, but I've spent mine making football shirts for every UK supermarket. Brackets, a thread. And then it followed on. Uh, shirts designed, using a little kind of shirt design package, I guess, because they're beautifully uh, done. Home and away shirts for, I mean, they're all going to get mentioned. And are, others are available, but not many, because I think we're going to mention them all. Uh, the Tesco's, as, as Brian Marr would say, the Tesco's, Sainsbury's and Asda's of this world. Absolutely. Every got covered and I think it's fair to say since then it's exploded to the point where Joe took himself off of social media because he'd had enough of it but he's <laughs> gratefully uh, well, sorry thankfully agreed to chat to us good afternoon Joe 
Good afternoon, gents. Yeah, I think um, I, I wasn't really expecting to be speaking to you today at all, but it's an absolute <laughs> pleasure to do so. Yeah, it's what a bizarre thing, though. Just you just sort of filling in a bit of your time. I thought, you know, I'll share that with a couple of mates and a few of my followers and see what they think. You're going to get loads of feedback. All the all of the supermarkets you did shirts for have come back to you. I'm sure there's hampers in the post. You couldn't have believed it, could you? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I mean, it all started really. We're all missing football, aren't we? Uh, and I certainly am. I've, I've had it was another weekend without football for me. Um, and um, I'd actually, funnily enough, I was, I was I've just moved house. So I was sorting out my wardrobe and I recently worked for Tesco. I was putting my uniform away that I've still got. And I thought, I wonder what this would look like as a football shirt, because that's how mental I've gone. Um, and so I did the home shirt uh, as a carrier bag. And then I thought, I wonder if their away shirt would be based on the high viz that I still own. I did Tesco, and then I thought, stuff it, I'm just going to carry on. I um, mean, the Tesco so bag, the Tesco kit speaks for itself, it's, doesn't yeah, it? It's, it's blue it's, stripes. It's bright. Blue and white. It's, yeah. it's a Brighton. It's, yeah. Remember, there was that Brighton fear. But the away shirt, you've said, you've done it like the high-vis jacket, but some nice detail. And, and you've got the every little helps and the big... I mean, you've, it's, it's, it's the detail, which I think, that makes these. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, I, I, I sort of um, did a bit of branding work. I Googled, you know, what their bags look like, what their staff uniform looks like. <laughs> Um, so the <laughs> tried to make it tried you know um, and football kits have always been um, a real passion of mine um, I was one of those kids that sit at the back of the class you know sketching out football shirts um, and here I am on a spare Sunday age 27 um, using a, a wonderful web designer football web designer which I have to mention by the way um, it's Swaz um, Andy Notman uh, has a company Swaz um, shirts um, I had a look at a few different football kit designers. You said it at the start. I mean, I couldn't have done this without that brilliant kit designer. So mm. thank you very much to Andy for, for providing that. Um, and I thought I'd stop at 10 because I thought that was quite a nice top flight mm. uh, of 10 teams. Super League, a supermarket um, super league, really, isn't yeah. it? A supermarket super league, yeah, absolutely. Um, how long did it take you? I couldn't tell you exactly. Um, I imagine I was sat at my computer for a couple of hours. To be honest, oh, once I'd done the first bad. couple... yeah. Uh, once, what, what, once I'd done the first couple, I sort of got into the zone a little bit um, uh, and started having a little bit of fun with it. Um, I saved Aldi till last. Um, Aldi's got a very special place in my heart, so I thought I'd uh, make sure I knew how to use the system uh, before attempting theirs. Um, and that's proved to be the most popular, which I'm very happy yeah, about. Yeah, Aldi Away is a, is a beautiful kit. It's, uh, <laughs> it's lots of chevrons, isn't it? It's straight from the middle aisle, as you put it. It's lovely. I like, I do, I do quite like um, M&S Away. That's a nice kit with the, based on the sort of Percy Pigs yeah. with a, the pink kind of bleed on it into sort of stripes. It's, that was uh, nicely done. I mean, have you, I mean, have you actually... Is there a poll out there? You said Aldi has been the most popular, but what are the other ones that people have really liked? I did post a poll. Uh, I'm just trying to find it now. Um, Aldi Away is winning. Um, mm. That's really won the hearts of the nation, I think. Um, <laughs> Aldi Away. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the ones that I, were more popular than I thought were Waitrose. Um, mm. With Waitrose, I sort of tried to go for a, refi- a refined and yeah, sort of potentially yeah. a little bit boring sort of design. I wanted the more Larry designs to go to the more fun supermarkets, if I'm honest. Um, uh, so, but I think, um, well, the, certainly the Waitrose Away um kit which is basically based off the waitrose logo and the lines and the different colors yeah the white um, the white away shirt is the bag for is a sort of bag for life the waitrose yeah. bag for life isn't it <laughs> uh, no, i don't know what bag for life. joe as an expert in this field what are the rules because sort of growing up <laughs> i was sort of sort of my parents tried to foist sainsbury's on me but yeah. but 
you know, I, I, sort of, I don't see that as a voice. When I, when I, when I, when I don't I, see Sainsbury's see, as a voice. Waitrose are now my local club, you see, well, and you I know. support my local club, so like they're just down the road. Am you, I allowed to switch allegiances, well, or is that is that should, frowned you upon? You should support your local club. Yeah. I think. It's, what's your What's your? Uh, well, our local club uh, are, are wearing the Brighton kit. That's what we generally. So really? I, okay. we get behind okay. the lads. Okay. Uh, I get behind. Yeah. I get behind the you know Bunhill Road Sainz uh, Waitrose. Yeah. I mean, they never let me down, to be honest. No. So I mean, say the supermarkets have reached out, and they've all had a sense of humour. No one said cease and desist of that. I mean, it's good marketing from their point of view, but it's. Uh, where's this going, Joe? I know you do a fine f- football podcast, don't you? But is, is this going to lead elsewhere, you think? Uh, thank you very much. You've shouted my podcast out without me having to do it. Yeah, um, <laughs> as you said, we, we found a game on Spotify or Apple. Uh, me and my good friend Dan Studley have done a podcast during lockdown to try and keep people entertained. There's a new episode coming out this evening, in fact. Um, so um, please head there. We've also got an Instagram, We Found a Game, where we uh, normally, in normal times, post all the football we go to. At the moment, we're going through a bit of a back catalogue because we've got nothing to go to. Um, where's it going? I am shocked at the popularity. And what I'm particularly shocked by, if you read through the comment is the amount of people saying they'd buy one which has completely baffled <laughs> yeah. me um so i really i mean i certainly don't want to make anything out of this but I, that wasn't my interest but wouldn't it be brilliant if some of these were on the shelves and maybe being sold for charity um and uh you know something like that so i've got no idea where to go from this but i've contacted the supermarkets i'd appreciate any help any ideas that people have i'd love to support a good cause hmm. and i think you know imagine rocking up to five aside in an aldi away oh, shirt oh, that is the football it. hipster i mean that that goes beyond <laughs> it would you know, yeah um doug in aberdeen with the eye for a a few quid has gone for the vintage market. <laughs> he likes vintage. He wants to see Safeway, Quicksave, Presto, Woolworths. Yeah, We'd like to see yeah, yeah. great to have a woolly shirt, wouldn't it? A few uh, of the now defunct supermarkets. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I wonder what how AFC Woolworths, the Phoenix well, Club, are getting on. You're the man. If way. anybody's <laughs> going to bring it to AFC Woolworths, and people forget the lower leagues now. You know, your yeah. Nisa local, your Budgeons. You know, yeah. they've been forgotten about. Get back to that computer, Joe. <laughs> That's it. Well, at the end of the thread, I said anyone up for a Division 2, and there's been plenty of people suggesting. To be honest, I live in the south of England. There's a couple of supermarkets I've not heard of, so I'm going to have to do a bit of research. But um, I'd love to give some of the some of the smaller... I'm a big fan of non-league football, so I feel like I should be a fan of non-league supermarkets as well. So um, I'd love to give a few of the smaller ones. But there's been I've inspired lots. There's uh, people doing chocolate bars, fast food outlets, uh, social media sites. Um, so it's been up to seem to have started a bit of a trend. You've created really a monster. Make... Well done, Joe. It's, it's a lot of fun. Thanks for joining us. Cheers, pal. <clears throat> Thank you so much, gents. Bye bye. Joe Parton there. We found a game is his podcast. Um, JK Parton, P A R T O N 93. JK Parton, um, that's at 93 on Twitter if you want to go and check out all those shirts if you haven't seen them yet, which I'll be surprised at. Hawksby and Rushton here on Talksport. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talksport. <laughs> Paul Hawksby and Max Rushton. Max uh, in for Andy once again this afternoon. Coming up in the next hour of the show, Tim Southwell from Golf Punk for many, many years. Uh, the uh, the um, co-launch uh, editor of Loaded back in the day. Tim has gone into the comic business. Yeah, I enjoyed the comic. Yeah, it's I good, think I picked it? up a comic in 30 years. A bit different, isn't it? Yeah, you were very much a Beano man like oh, me, yeah, weren't yeah, you? So Beano, or, Beano or Dandy. Well, I and was, you can't like, be both. You couldn't be both. No. You, you made a choice. Absolutely. I don't know how that choice came about, but I was a bit I was a bit like you. I was a bit of a Beano man. And, was the, I mean, I didn't like 
Desperate Dan, but I can't remember who was on the back of the dandy. I never opened it, obviously. I wasn't going <laughs> to sully myself with that rubbish. You'd never pick it up. And I was a, you know, I was a, I always thought Rasher the Pig was my favourite uh, of the Beano characters. Yeah. I uh, think. I've got, uh, our old mate Crackers uh, mm-hmm. over in, in the Canary Islands, he, is, oh, he wants to set up a European Super League of shirts uh, from the supermarkets. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mercadona, he says, we need this. We need all these designs doing uh, Hippo Dino, Super Dino, Carrefour. And Carrefour. Remember Do Carrefour, you, yeah. A Carrefour service station in France. Honestly, the food mm. there is good, better, is than a, better than those restaurants that Alan goes on about. Are you trying to, you're making show. the point that the French are quite good at cooking. But in a, in a service station, you think. Breaking even news. Even coffee, it's good. No, 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 it's, you don't expect that. You don't, you don't get that it. at Kay's Country Kitchen, do you, on the M3? <laughs> no, you absolutely Trail don't. services, much beloved of our <laughs> producer and Charlie Baker, of course. Although I'm sure they, they knock out a fine burger for you. Well, I suppose Walmart would be a big in the kit world. If you want to make your money, make oh, a Ameri- Walmart. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Walmart. The Target. The American so. market would yeah. be you're going to sell Absolutely more shirts. Right. Who was that one in when you used to go to France as a kid? Felix Potin. Remember that? <laughs> I don't remember, remember Felix those. Felix Potin. Felix Potin had a number of shirts back in the uh, shirts, uh, shops back in the uh, 70s, isn't he? Maybe he still has it. Have you know. seen. Deli. Wine for one pound ten a bottle. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> you seen Deli Alley's catch? Yeah. Um, you saw, you saw yeah. it on social media, didn't you? Yeah, oh, Deli Alley is. Uh, they were, they were, boys were playing cricket in the, in the gym, weren't they? So I think, right? I think it's Harvey White is batting. Okay. He was a young. He was played. He was a cricketer as well as a footballer. One of those. Oh, okay. Right. Multi-talented. Mm-hmm. White, and I think it might be. And someone can correct me. Some people were saying it was Oliver Skip, but I think it might be Jack Clark. You know the winger they got from. Yeah, Leeds. yeah, from Leeds. So it's yeah. White, bold mm. Clark, caught Alley. I think for about fourteen. <laughs> Eric Dyer is is keeping. <clears throat> He's a long way back to an off spinner. If I'm honest, really, you know, he should be standing up. I think, but he has got the gloves on. Is he giving uh, Jack Clark some verbal? Absolutely, yeah. No, I think no, no. I think Bale's in the cordon is Gareth Bale. Oh, okay. And then uh, Joe Hart's at mid off. Ben Davis is a sort of uh, quite. A f- well, it is the England and Wales cricket board, it so is, it's yeah, great. Yeah, quite, so quite inclusive. a narrow mid wicket. He's quite close to Delhi Alley, obviously. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Harry Kane is sort of long on. Long, long, long on. Yeah, but he'd, just, he'd do some ludicrous Ben Stokes-like catch, wouldn't he, behind his head with one hand? Deli Alley flicks this ball like it's quite a good strike. It's a proper on-drive yeah. from the Drills lad. it. And he, and he flicks it up with his right foot, which gives me... I watched that clip and I thought, yeah. I think Deli Alley might get back in the Spurs Well, if that doesn't that. get him back in, if Jose's been watching that... I mean, talking of Jose, um, Sergio Reggie on the, the Spurs left-back, yes. uh, he's pictured with Jose Mourinho, and he's got their arm around each other, and... Um, and Jose is saying, apparently it's on his Instagram, he says a bet is a bet and here it is. And it what looks like a 500, it's cost him £500 sterling, a big uh, Iberico ham, one of those, it's basically an animal's leg. <laughs> and they're both, they're both taking a slice off and they're both having a little slice in the picture. But uh, apparently the bet was, um, he said to uh, Sergio, if, if we beat City, I'll buy you a £500 Iberico ham. It's not that Regulon's on a, on a ham bonus. <laughs> He's on a... Like, I don't know who is cure, Other cured meats. <laughs> yeah, it like, depends on the quality. I right. mean, it, if, if you're a younger player, you'll be on a Hazlitt bonus, <laughs> quite possibly, or that, some, or that, some, that some... spam with the egg in the middle. <laughs> It's a really We're, disappointing one, yeah, isn't it? Would be a, Absolutely right. Or the really, or the really, you know, you get like the really thin wafer ham. Yeah, would yeah, be, yeah. Yeah, that's sort of League Two type bonus. 
I think. Wonder what sort of ham the Palmer players used to pick up in the day. I just maybe we'll never know. We'll never uh, know. Now this was in the Daily Star today. Well, it, it um, must be true. Well, then. You, if you could bring it back to sport, that would be highly recommended. Mm. Sir Elton John threw fruit at folk rocker Bob Dylan in a furious bust-up over charades. That was almost a tongue twister you were getting mm. into then. Effed <laughs> um, off, Elton. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that too fruity for this? I think I goes all right at the weekend. Might be. But, okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. set the rules on this show. Okay. I do apologise. for it's like the comment is Alan Parry if you apologise for any swearing you may have heard because <laughs> yes, there are no fans it's in the studio it's almost in slightly industrial yeah. language in a completely silent stadium <laughs> at five o'clock in the evening <laughs> when someone hasn't got a throw-in they wanted exactly who was it who was that Kevin was, Kevin De Bruyne yeah, Kevin De Bruyne great, having a go at Darren Cairn the lino really the good. other day he anyway. was, I think he was politely asking him to say could could you possibly move those Tottenham players back <laughs> ten yards Darren if, if you don't mind can't wait for a commentator to just go come on we've all heard swearing and then they're just joining as well yeah. Just say, maybe that's what they could do for the Monday 5.30 game. It's, I know it's before the watershed, but we know it's going to be a bad game of football, so the, the commentators are allowed to swear as much as the players. <laughs> just have it a bit so like... That would be a... It really would be, wouldn't it? If you could just... Uh, yeah, we brought back maybe John Sitton on the co-coms. Nobody wanted to watch... For the evening. Nobody wanted to watch Burnley Palace, but suddenly yeah. if you had Sitton... And you know, a couple of somebody, others. Really, I'm trying to think. Somebody who's in uh, Roy Chubby wow, Brown. I thought and John about, I thought doing, about Roy, Chubby. but you know, yeah, and I'm not sure. I want to go that far down the. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. But that's, I mean, that's quality. Yeah. That's, quali- that's swearing as an art form. I think <laughs> you'll find right. it's not just swearing for swearing. I think. So, I think we might be onto something. Okay. Anyway, sorry, yeah. I, I digress. Yeah. Elder. Elton bleeped John. off Elton launched tangerines at Dylan for failing to guess his clues during That's a game something from in Los Stella Angeles. Street isn't it really friends were stunned when he lost it at the legendary American sing- singer-songwriter who penned the hit Mr. Tambourine Man <laughs> if Casey didn't know yeah. but that's for announcing who was it Bob a Clementine or was it a nectarine <laughs> I don't know um, Elton 73 said he was playing charades with Dylan at Neil Diamond's house Bob was on my team and I'm very competitive. And Bob is the greatest lyricist. Fantastic to throw words together that yeah. no one else can, but cannot do sounds like with two syllables. There we are. Bob is also responsible for one of the great Christmas songs. And I know it's a song that divides people. Have you heard Bob's Christmas song, no, Must no. Be Santa? No, have you ever heard it? I don't think so. It's a sensation. It's uh, it's not a particularly well-known Christmas song, but it's become a bit of a family favourite. But I know people who absolutely hate it. Oh. Maybe the producer can find it for us and we'll, we'll bring it to you uh, out of the next break. Can we find... I mean, don't look at me. He's kind of shrugging his shoulders. It's like... <laughs> He's down tools, I mean, isn't he? Look no Jacobs and he just downs that, tools, doesn't look he? Look that as a request as opposed to... <laughs> I mean, he just sort of went, yeah, I might, I might not. You know, this, I'm, this, this comic's not going to get read by itself. We so know, anyway... Yeah, uh, we, we, talking, we noticed... Yes, Andy. Sorry, uh, Sorry, Andy. No, sorry, Matt. Enough, I'm I getting, yeah, sorry, what I aspire to yeah, be. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What's the point? Yeah. What's yeah. the point? Waste of ink. I knew there was someone sitting next to me on my right. I just couldn't work out who it was. You know, on Times Radio, they were doing have... Should we stop messing with the moon what yeah was 115 that's right she yeah. mariella was doing should we just leave the moon alone should we leave the moon alone yeah yeah, yeah. well this is in the star a gp claims he owns mars because he fires a laser at the planet from his back garden wow. dr phil davis spends his evening pointing a beam at the red planet in a quest for planetary ownership he says that due to current space laws he can stake an ownership claim on the martian territory he's guarding it from the russians wow there you are. So yeah, we, should get, we should get, get him on stuck into we tomorrow. should get him on and just and trump um, 
Times Radio <laughs> with that one. Take it on a stage. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, that's pretty much all I've got, unless you want to. Who are the, uh, most, who are the sweariest profession in the, in the country? The sweariest profession? Yeah. Um, I've got a great story about them. I couldn't possibly tell that even in the sports bar. It, it's the repetition oh, yeah. of one swear word, but used in lots of different ways I mean, to form a sentence. It's a work of art in itself. Um, maybe I could do the commentary for I Monday Night Football. Dave Bassett. Yeah. I, I, I did a... Dave Bassett doesn't draw breath, does he, when he talks? Oh, no, and Dave, never no, stops. No. But we did fantasy football on Sky in the green room. I've never heard a man F and J that yeah. much and I, I thought on air we're going to have a problem here but good as gold a, a legend in the world of football from Scottish football apparently was Archie Knox one uh, Scottish footballer who played under him said he could swear for 10 minutes without repeating himself <laughs> which, is, which is which is an art isn't it really? anyway do you want to know who the pot, most potty mouth I don't think I've got time yeah. I mean go on then now, tell me who the most potty mouth uh, 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 let's see what, what part of the country or no, what no, profession profession uh, builders accountants Oh, what about that? Yeah. Who would have thought? Well, okay. There we go. It was worth coming, wasn't it? It was. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon show. We will do it all again tomorrow from one. Andy may be with us. I don't know as yet. But if not, Max, you will be back in the chair. Andy. If selected, uh, you know, if I'm selected. happy to play for the club. Do work, Just play where I'm put. It would be day 12 in a row. Is that too much? It's uh, Who knows? <laughs> What a great servant he is to this uh, show. Anyway, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.